everyone, this is Tara Pappas, and this is episode 8 of my podcast. I am late with my podcast by one day, which is a big deal for me um, because I really try to keep a schedule, which kind of helps me stay motivated in doing my work. And so um, I know that I've released this podcast on um, Tuesdays before. I think I've released it on a Wednesday as well, but I was starting to feel like I was getting into the groove of releasing it on Mondays um, until today. And that is because I was just at a conference. And so I actually just got back from that conference like maybe 20 minutes ago And, of course, my first thought was, I need to get my podcast done. And I think that's kind of how I have stayed motivated with my artwork, too. I really think that setting deadlines for myself, even if they're totally arbitrary, I mean, they mean nothing to anyone except for me, but they, I think because they mean so much to me, they keep me going and they keep my my artwork um, fairly quick and my process is fairly quick and my ideas, um, I think they kind of help my ideas flow a little bit more too. So I'm not going to say that my ideas for this particular podcast episode are completely worked out. Um, I've been going to a lot of conferences lately, and so my mind is totally full of all of these ideas, and the worst part is that in going to these conferences back-to-back, I have not had time to just reflect, and that's so important when you're going to these kind of professional development opportunities, when you have all of these ideas presented before you, it's so important to be able to actually have time to digest them and to really think about what has been said and really to think about what has been said in light of you and who you are and who your true self is. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about for this episode is who are you, who What is your true self and what does that mean when you're encountering things in the world? I think that's, it's a difficult question for a lot of people and I, I think in looking back through, you know, my growing up, my childhood, my high school years, my college years, um, my younger, you know, first job years, (laughs) um, months, and just looking at all of those different, different experiences, I think that finding your true self can be really confusing and can feel really overwhelming when you haven't had the time to work out your ideas. And so I I was thinking about this a little bit on my car ride back from the conference and then 
I, I, I've also been kind of thinking about it in terms of my artwork as well. Um, I feel like art, my art is a great processing tool for me. It's a great way for me to take all of the ideas that are in my head and make something with them. And even if my artwork isn't directly related to some of the ideas in my head, doing some of the repetitive motions in my artwork. So I do a lot of kind of repetitive mark making, um, which I think for me gives me that reflective time. So it gives me the chance to focus and I'm not focusing on an idea. I'm not focusing on a specific thought. My mind is completely open but I'm focusing enough on that motion to kind of keep me centered and allow me to have time to reflect on the ideas that I heard and how they relate to me as a person. Um, I think that, and I think I already kind of said this, but I think that there's a big danger when you attend a lot of these conferences and, you know, as a student, if, if you're attending a lot of these classes, college classes, and you're hearing experts talk about certain issues, I think it can be so easy to just take those ideas and run with them and say, this is fact because they said so and because they're an expert in their field. And until you engage with the subject matter, until you actually take the time to slow down, stop, and really think about what is being said and how that really relates to who you are, what your truths are, what your ideas are, and then respond after having that time to process I think only then can can those conferences and those ideas really make a difference. So I recently had an aha moment and it's, I don't know, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I was attending this conference and it was maybe about a month ago, um, maybe a little less than a month ago, but I was attending a conference and to give you a little bit of background, um, I'm obviously very much in the arts. I'm an artist, a practicing working studio artist. I've been an art educator. I've been a community art educator. Also, I've been in schools and in my most recent job, I'm starting to look more into STEAM education, which is um, the STEM education, science, technology, engineering, and math, with creativity and innovation thrown in there too, which is the art part of it. Um, taking the skills that are learned through the arts and applying them to learning in these other areas. So it's very much a focus on like transdisciplinary learning. So anyway, so I was attending this conference and throughout school <laughs> um, and 
And as art teachers, you know, I, I've heard so many art teachers say, everyone is an artist. And I've heard so many artists say, everyone is an artist. And so here I am, an artist, <laughs> pushing not necessarily pushing the idea that everyone's an artist. I do believe that everyone has an aspect of creativity, and I've talked about that in a previous podcast. But I I would disagree <laughs> that, at least in my words, I thought I would disagree that everyone is an artist. Um, in my head, though, I think I very much thought that everyone is an artist. So I'm at this conference and one of our presenters begins the presentation by asking the group who here identifies as an artist. And so I raise my hand and you know probably 60-70% of the crowd raise their hand which is for that group it wasn't unexpected. And Then they asked, how many of you identify as a scientist? And it kind of stopped me in my tracks a little bit. And I thought, I I don't. I don't identify myself as a scientist. And so I didn't raise my hand. And then he said, how many of you identify with both? How many of you identify as both an artist and a scientist? And that's where that moment of epiphany came in for me. Because I thought, you know, I don't. I, I enjoy exploring certain aspects of art as it relates to science. But do I consider myself to be a scientist? No. And so I thought about this in terms of some of the the push and uh, some of the the things that 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 art teachers and artists are saying and the truth of the matter is i don't i'm i don't consider myself to be a scientist i consider myself to be an artist who might use some of the ideas that come from science, might use some of the ideas from other discipline areas, but I don't consider myself to be a scientist. And I think that's where, you know, to get on my little stem to steam soapbox for two seconds, I think that that is where the whole steam movement comes into play because I think that not everyone is going to identify first and foremost as an artist that's I mean we're all individuals we all have our own set of skills we have our own abilities that we're born with we have tendencies towards certain discipline areas and that's natural that's normal but I am an artist who enjoys exploring a variety of topics through my art, 
So I identify with the language of an artist. Someone else may identify with the language of a scientist. They may, that may be where their skills lie, but maybe they want to use their skills as a scientist to explore other areas. Maybe they want to explore certain areas in the arts with their science. Maybe they want to use art as a lens to kind of deepen their explorations in their subject area. So I don't know. It was an interesting epiphany for me to kind of think about the other side of the coin. If I'm preaching that everyone is an artist, it's almost synonymous with preaching that everyone is everything. And I don't think that everyone can be or necessarily should be everything. I think that it's important to have a lens to kind of help focus your ideas. And whatever lens that that is that you might choose, you know, that might be your hobby. That might be your profession. That might just be an area that just really interests you. Might be totally outside of what your, you know, day-to-day job is. But it's so interesting to think about how we can all be learning through a variety of different lenses. We can all be learning and growing through those lenses. And so, I don't know. I mean, I think if I was asked again the same question, I think again I would probably raise my hand and say I identify as an artist. I don't identify as a scientist But I do identify as an artist who is intrigued by science. And I identify as a a constant learner. So I'm very thirsty for knowledge. And I think art is the way that I process that knowledge. So anyway, uh, that was just... Just a a thought that has been kind of brewing in my head for a while that I thought that I would share. Um, Not a lot going on this next week as far as art shows are concerned, but in the coming months, I do have some exciting shows coming up. I will be in Colorado Springs in a couple weeks, actually, in October for the Sugar Plum Art Mart in Colorado Springs. So if you're looking for good Christmas gift ideas or gifts for the holidays coming up, I will be there for that. And then in November, I will be at Touchstone Laramie. So if you are going to be in Laramie um, in November, I hope to see you at that event. So until next week, have a wonder-filled rest of your week.